I'm your host today, Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. And we have a wonderful guest with us today who's a returning speaker, uh, Luciana Luzada, originally from Brazil, but currently living and working in Germany, teaching both English and Portuguese. Luciana was, has been so active with our organization, TTELT, that she earned herself a scholarship this year to participate in the TESOL International Conference. And although she was in Germany, she was able to participate virtually in the conference. So welcome, Luciana. We're so happy to have you join us today. Yeah, hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm happy to be here again. <laughs> yes, yeah, lovely to have you back. And today we're going to be talking about the impact of professional development in our lives as educators, particularly related to conferences, not only in this one case, the TESOL International Conference, which you were so wonderful to participate even in our session virtually, as well as uh, professional development for yourself. So we wanted to ask you about your experience attending this conference in particular, and then we can also discuss any other conferences for our listeners. But first, starting off with TESOL International Conference, can you share with us um, what it was like attending this conference this year and participating virtually? Yeah, well, first of all, I have to thank you very much for the scholarship. It was wonderful. It was a surprise for me, and it was great because it was my first time uh, at a conference, a TESOL conference. So it was great. It was really nice, but it's a huge conference, right? So we have so many speakers and presenters and so many interesting things. Whoa. Uh, and so we have, I, I think we have four days, right? Yeah, four days and so many different people uh, with inter interesting topics, interesting seminars, things that are really interesting to, to listen and to learn from. So we tend to, yeah, you know, be a little bit lost. So we have to take a look at everything and schedule everything very, very correctly uh, ahead of time so we can really find our path during the conference, but it was great. Yes, I agree with you. It takes a lot of logistics to attend yeah. these conferences. They are tend to be a bit overwhelming, I would say, because there's so many workshops you can attend simultaneously and choosing which ones to attend is always a challenge. So for our listeners, if you haven't attended this or other international or local conferences at this kind of scale in the past, I and you have the opportunity to in the future, I would highly recommend really take time to review the schedule in advance of the conference and circle and highlight the sessions that you're really interested in because oftentimes there's all things that happen. Sometimes they get canceled and you need a backup or sometimes there's two simultaneously that are happening simultaneously and you don't know which one to go to. So you can bounce back and forth as well, which is good. And, uh, but just knowing ahead of time and planning your schedule is really important. Um, what else would you, what are your takeaways from the conference that you might share for our listeners? Yeah, I just would like to point something out because you said we have to prepare and take a look what we want to attend or not. This is something good when we have an online conference or 
seminar or something like that, because usually we have the recording. So you can take a look and watch it later. So for seminars and workshops that are happening at the same time, we don't have this pain of having to choose one or the other, you know, because you can be at the right time and attend one. And then later on, you can watch the recording. And I think it's, it's fantastic. This is something good when we have online conferences. My takeaway from the conference in general is that we have so many things to learn. It doesn't matter how many years you are teaching or you are in this area, we always have something new to learn. And I think it's fantastic because it keeps your motivation, you know, to keep going and, and teaching and learning. Teaching and learning for me, they are kind of the same thing, just the other side of the coin. So um, yeah, we teach and we learn and we learn and apply and teach again and make it better, you know, improve some aspects. And I think this was really good. And of course, we had speakers from different parts of the world. And this is also interesting because we have different realities. So we get out of our standpoint, you know, yeah. uh, and you see that we have different realities. And I think it's also important because many times our students also have different realities. So we are not fixed. Uh, in this point of view, so oh, everything happens this way or everything is perfect. We also have problems. And I attended um, um, a workshop and they were talking exactly about that, how to teach with technology during the pandemic when you don't have technology or when the technology is not the best one. And it was fantastic because it's exactly what I told you. Um, we tend to think, okay, everybody has, I don't know, laptop, wonderful internet connection, this, this, and that. But sometimes in other parts of the world, we have different realities and we have to adapt. And it was great. It was really good. I totally agree. Um, learning from others around the world, like Luciana mentioned, keeps us all motivated. And as you said, we always have new things to learn. And I think it's like anything, whether in technology, whatever field of the world you're in, if you're a doctor, you always need to be up to speed, if you will, on the latest methodologies, the newest inventions, even within education, the newest apps that you know, I, I heard one speaker from India who had created his own language app and was discussing how it worked. And mm -hmm. I was very interested because I was like, how is this different from all the other language apps that are out there? So yeah, there's always new things to learn from people around the world and how it's how language is being taught in their context globally and locally. Yeah. Do you have any specific tips you remember? Because I know there's so much uh, that really stood out to you that you want to share back with our listeners. Yeah, well, not exactly a tip, but well, um, I think it's even available if you go to YouTube. Um, there is this call uh, section uh inside TISL and they had wonderful workshops and presentations well I like uh this area so using technology to teach teach languages and they had really interesting uh presentations and I had the opportunity to attend two about Jamboard 
And it was great because I think I was using Jamboard in such a yeah, predictable way. And then um, I could get new ideas. Uh, for example, when I work with kids, this is one of the problems that we have with Jamboard or better saying I had with Jamboard because I've already applied this idea. Usually uh, you, you don't have a lock. So if you put things on your board, on Jamboard, and you know how kids are, they click here and there and your Jamboard is destroyed, <laughs> let's say like that, because they move everything around. And it was, and then I knew I could upload a photo or anything, a graphic, let's say like that, that I had previously prepared. But I thought, okay, but it's not interactive. And then exactly during these presentations, I got the idea of how having my gym board beautiful, so nobody moves anything, but still it's interactive. So it was really great, uh, a really good tip. And I've already applied in all my gym boards at the moment because it's very practical. Wonderful. That's one of the great aspects of attending these conferences is discovering new tips that you can apply right away in your classrooms. So advice you have, Luciana, for our listeners for attending other upcoming conferences, whether they're regional, or international, what suggestions, advice would you offer to our listeners to get involved in professional development conferences specifically? Hmm. Well, what could I tell about professional development? I think um, this is a very important part and it doesn't matter if you are a doctor or a teacher, an architect, we have to keep on learning because the world is not static. It changes every day. We had a huge change in the last two years with the pandemic, so many things changed. So we cannot, you know, we cannot keep our minds on the way we teach, as we are talking about teachers, the way we used to teach in 2018 or 2019, because the world is different. So we have to adapt, we have to learn. So professional development, it doesn't matter if you, if you are doing something face-to-face -face or online, I think it's important. But talking about conferences or seminars and all these types of events we have, I think it's important to choose maybe two or three areas or topics um, that you think it, it's interesting uh, for you, for your career, for the way you teach, and really take a look. If you have something in this particular uh, conference talking about those topics, because if you just um, if you just say okay I'm going there and yeah I will do this or that you get lost and not only that um, we cannot mm, we can but you know if we just um, put our attention in so many different areas I think we tend not having attention in any of them if you know what I mean. You yeah. know, so sometimes it's a pity we have to limit a little bit. So, okay, at the moment, or maybe this semester or this year, I'm going to focus on two topics, two areas, yeah. and you go deep because then you can, you can improve those areas. 
Are you satisfied with that? Okay, then you can choose a new topic for the next semester or next year or something like that. This is my tip because we cannot embrace everything. That's unfortunately. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt you. That's an excellent tip, Luciana. I totally agree because it's so easy to be pulled in a thousand directions at these conferences because there's so much offered. But if you go in with a focused intent on what you really want to take away, I think you have a much higher success rate of taking away what you really intend, whether let's say, for example, you want to really learn about new technologies within the teaching language realm or communicative teaching ideas or testing ideas, whatever it is, or assessment ideas, but hone in on a specific area that'll really help you come away with that with specific takeaways for your future teaching. Yeah. Thank you, Luciana. You've been uh, wonderful at answering our questions. Any final takeaways, tips that you'd like to provide for our listeners as they go to their regional or and or international conferences if they have the opportunity in 2022? Uh, well, I would say that, first of all, uh, being face-to-face -face presential uh, conferences, they are always better because we have this human uh, touch. And I think we miss it. But on the other hand, having online conferences or online seminars or online uh, PD uh, courses, it's also wonderful because you can attend. It doesn't matter where you are. And I think it's really good. And I would say we don't have to wait for a huge conference or something like that. I think there are so many interesting things that we find in social media nowadays or on YouTube that we can just follow the right people, you know, and, and get so much input, uh, ideas for creativity, how to create something new from old things that maybe you've already done, you know, so you have, yeah, uh, a new touch on old, on old practices, I would say like that. And then I would recommend, of course, the TTLT, because we have workshops, we have meetings with other teachers, and this is wonderful because we can share our ideas and talk with other people. So it's, uh, it's really interesting. So we, you don't need to wait uh, uh, until uh, um, a huge conference happens like on TISL in Pittsburgh this year. So you can take an active role and search for maybe small but fine groups that are doing fantastic things about pro uh, professional development. I agree with you. And just to piggyback on that idea is the whole aspect of networking is a big takeaway I personally get from conferences, particularly if you're in person. However, as you just mentioned, networking online and in smaller sessions, if you will, like what we do with our workshops in DTLT is a great way to build your PD network uh, because oftentimes you get more opportunities to share ideas in a smaller entity rather than these huge conferences are somewhat limited in terms of i mean they're you have great opportunities but they're also hard to follow up on so many with so many people whereas with a smaller setting you can have a little more intimate conversations and more in-depth discussions on professional development ideas yeah so thank you luciana we've loved having you back to join us today and we again appreciate your participation in our TESOL presentation, our TDELT presentation at TESOL. <laughs> We're a vital part of that, and we highlighted your clips in our presentation.
So thank you again for your time today. And we look forward I thank to you. All right, have a wonderful the rest of your day. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here again. Mm -hmm.